Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Inventus Partners, the top full-service turnkey product development and crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped startups raise over $100 million for our clients since 2010. Each week, I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help you take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by Backerkit and the Gadget Flow. Backerkit makes software that crowdfunding project creators use to survey backers, organize data, and manage orders for fulfillment by automating your operations and helping you print and ship faster. The Gadget Flow is a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. It is the ultimate buyer's guide for luxury gadgets and creative gifts. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today in this episode is part of our series of interviews where I'm speaking with some of the amazing, awesome team here at Inventus Partners that I have the opportunity to work with every day. Today I'm going to be speaking with Julia Sheretz, cross-promotion specialist here at Inventus Partners. Julia, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So we're so glad to have you here today to talk about crowdfunding cross-promotions. I know this can be one of the single most effective ways to generate, you know, great conversions for people's inventions, for people that have already launched crowdfunding campaigns. So tell our audience a little bit about yourself and what you do here at Inventus Partners. Sure. So I've been at Inventus Partners for a little over a year now, um, and I'm the only person here that does cross promotions. So I, I guess I have the unique opportunity to really work with every campaign that comes into Inventus. And so basically I... And what the person that outreaches and kind of builds that relationship amongst the Kickstarter Indiegogo campaigns, like the community. So, yeah. So to begin with, give our audience, I guess, a brief explanation of what exactly cross promotions or cross collaborations are. So cross promotion is a form of a marketing promotion where basically a project creator is choosing to pr- promote another project that's usually a similar audience, industry, project size, or price to his or her backer audience. So uh, I've come to see just in my year that I've been here that the Kickstarter and Indiegogo communities themselves are very supportive and they want to help out their other campaigns as much as they can. So cross promotions have become almost commonplace for, I would say, most campaigns now. So people come to expect that they're going to be in the updates. Yeah, I see that Indiegogo includes almost projects similar to this now in every single email, whether or not the creator wants it or not. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Um, so I guess tell our audience a little bit more about why cross promotions are helpful or important. So I think they're helpful. It's most always a free way for people to get access to potential new backers and broaden their audiences by choosing to cross promote another campaign. You're getting in front of a lot more people than you originally are. And you have the potential to get those people to convert to become backers and, um, you know, back your project. So, so what's always good about cross promotions are typically you're speaking to an audience that already has an account on the platform, whether it be Kickstarter or Indiegogo, and their likelihood to convert is typically much higher usually. Yes. So why, what is important to consider, I guess, when a company or an entrepreneur or a startup is deciding whether or not to cross promote with another campaign? So I'd say the first and most important thing is selecting the right campaigns for you to re- for to reach out to. 
So for instance, if you're crowdfunding, you're, you know, your product is like a smart home speaker, you're not going to want to reach out to another smart home speaker because that's going to be one of your competitors. So therefore, you want to make sure you look for, for instance, another smart home product or another tech product in your industry. So like you said, the best cross-promotional partners are ones that are going to have a similar audience as you. And you're going to want to find campaigns that your backers are going to also be interested in your project. So, But also, on the other hand, you want to be on the lookout for campaigns that kind of have red flags that they're not like a legit project. You want to stay away from those. And people that might not be cross-promoting, they might not be interested. So you want to make sure that you stay away from those campaigns. Got it. So what is your typical strategy for pitching a cross-promotion once you've identified a good project to work with? So once I've selected a campaign that I want to reach out to, I compose like a simple, catchy message, kind of proposing the partnership of why I think that we have similar audiences, why I think it would be beneficial for both campaigns. And I think, you know, that they're a good match. So you want to make sure you keep it short and sweet because people are busy and they might just ignore your message. Indeed. You got to be persistent too. <laughs> awesome. So when a creator agrees to cross promote with another project, what does that usually entail? What do they look for? Talk about that a little bit. So what I typically do is once they've agreed, you want to make sure you keep that open dialogue between the two projects just to make sure you're both on the same page of like when you're going to be updating and make sure that, you know, they actually do follow through with it. So having exact dates planned out kind of figures or, you know, figures that part out. And then, you know, you'll help write the update and then include the cross motions always at the end usually. And I typically say two to three because if it's any more, it kind of seems spammy to your backers and that's not what you want to come across as. And then you always want to make sure you include up like a catchy project title, a short blurb about your campaign, and then an image or a GIF to catch people's attention and always include your link to your page because otherwise people won't be able to find you. Exactly. So what kind of results could a campaign creator expect to see from cross promotions? So I don't have like exact numbers of conversion or pledges, but I do know that they consistently bring in money for campaigns. And like I said, it's a free you know, mark, way of marketing. So I also think that I've seen the number amount of varies based on product or price and what the product is, how many cross promotions are being included in the updates. So a lot of times if you have more than three, like I said, people are just going to kind of maybe ignore them. So I say they're very, these are all various factors that contribute to how successful they are. So you kind of want to find what works for you and your campaign and your backers and just stick with that. Um, what, what you find that works. Nice. How can crowdfunding creators help their agency get the best return from cross promotions? I would say just providing as much, you know, information of who they want to target, who their target audience is, who they want it to be. So therefore it helps you kind of pick the campaigns that you think would be the most beneficial in the long term. And always, you know, providing them like when I write an update, sometimes I like to have like if they have a promotion or a special going on, um, helps backers kind of pique their interest a little bit. So just like I said, as much information as you can provide about, you know, your campaign and who you want to target. So what else should crowdfunding creators know about cross promotions? So I think cross promotions are a great way to cut your marketing costs. You know, you're not spending money like on ads or, um, you know, so any social media ads. So it's a free way to reach more customers more efficiently and kind of build your credibility if you're choosing the right campaigns and partners to promote with. So I think every campaign should, you know, give it cross promotions a try. If you're on the fence about it, go for it. If it doesn't end up 
you know, helping your campaign, you didn't lose any money for it. So I think it really in the long term benefits, you know, your campaign. Absolutely. Well, Julia, you've made it into the launch round. I'm going to rapid fire a handful of questions at you. You good to go? I'm ready. All right. So if you could meet with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be? So I'm going to pick someone that's relevant to today. I would choose Jeff Bezos because we all live in the world of Amazon. Like I order an insane amount of things that I probably shouldn't order on Amazon. So I just think it'd be cool to talk to someone. He literally started just best-selling books and now he is like part owner of the like largest platform online right now. So I just think it'd be really cool to sit down with him. So what would be your first question for Sir Bezos? I would just say if he could work for any company, other company or person in the world right now, who would it be? Because I think that would show like who, because he's so successful, would show who he looks up to and respects in this business world. So find that out. Nice. Well, keeping in that same vein, who did you look up to growing up? Um... Gonna be cliche and say my mom, <laughs> just because she had a very successful, demanding career, but she still managed to make it to all my soccer games and all my like recitals and all that stuff. But you know, still was working all the time. So I guess I wanted to be that when I was little, and still kind of do. So <laughs> nice. What's been your favorite project that you've worked on so far? Since I've been here, I would say Duo, because I think it's a very smart product that's you know relevant to today's world because everyone's always multitasking so it's very it solves a problem that or gives a solution to a problem a lot of us have which is evident to its continued success on, you know still on indiegogo so indeed yeah. so what's your favorite part of your job in terms of your day-to-day i would say well i get to work with every campaign like i said so i like that part but i just get to see i mean i'm looking at campaigns all day so i get to see what's out there so i like you know variety and the products online. Nice. Yeah. Last question. What does the future of crowdfunding look like? So I would say I would have seen more and more well-known names that are crowdfunding, like Lego or Segway and Miracle Grow. So I think they're trying going towards crowdfunding. And so I think the future is bright and it's a way for, you know, these bigger brands and even smaller companies to test a product to see if it's going to do well before they invest a lot of money into it. So Absolutely. Well, Julia, you've done well. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And thank you to our crowdfunding podcast sponsors, The Gadget Flow and Backer Kit. Julia, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart, the show about building a business, world, and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, awesome. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com and tell us all about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes, our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. And of course, if you love this episode a lot, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors, entrepreneurs, and startups find this show and helps us get better guests to help you build a better business. If you need more hands-on crowdfunding strategy advice, please feel free to request a quote on inventuspartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you again next week.